Parshas Pinchas Rivi'i, chapter 27, verse 6, Perek Chavzayin, Pasik Vav. Vayoyimer Hashem al Moshe Leimer, so Hashem speaks to Moshe saying, Pasik Zayin, Kain b'nois Tzlavchad Doivres, that the daughters of Tzlavchad are speaking correctly. Give, you shall give to them a an inheritance, and portions of an inheritance amongst their father's brothers. That's amongst Slavchot's brothers, the other sons of Hefer. You should pass their father's portion to them. So what their father is supposed to give, you give to the daughters. Zakrashi came when I slavchad doimreis came when I slavchad doimreit kitargumoi. As the targum translates it, yos yos means uh, right. Kach suva parshazu lefonai b'morim. So this portion is written before me in heaven. So. Cain means an approval. Yeah, that's correct, actually, because it's written like the Bifon B'morim. Magid, this teaches us, that their eye has seen, that what Moshe did not perceive, they perceived. Um, what does that mean exactly? But um, they were demanding a land, not because they knew that they, uh, that they really deserve it, does it mean that they saw, they had some uh, vision, they had a perception? They came with a complaint because they weren't getting any portion in the land and there were no brothers over there. How do we know that this has to do with the fact that they can see things that the other ones couldn't see? Rashi already said uh, in the previous parsha in Shlishi, over there Rashi says that Nis'alma alocha mimenu when the pasuk hey veyakrub meishus mishpatim nisal malocha mimenu, because uh, he said that davar asher yikshemikem takrim elai, so it was nisal malocha mimenu. How does that fit with what we're saying now that they perceived what he did not perceive? Um, um, but when it looks like this was like a specifically a punishment or uh, for. Uh, Nifra for uh, for saying that, or then Rashi brings down the other shot over there that it was Roy So maybe this follows in the second shot over there. It makes that because that's why they were able to perceive. But even though um, they uh, came to it because of. Um, they actually wanted it, but we see wanted a portion of the land but we see also, Rashi says before, we see that this all came, not just from selfish reasons, but how do we see in the Pshat that there was some sort of a perceiving here, a dearness, and here we say how do we see this in the Pshat Rashi explains it over here because it says says from the fact that the Hashem is saying that it's written before me uh, this parsha, meaning, uh, and the Torah tells us about that is, um, is to tell us this special advantage of the B'nai Slavcha
came in a slav chadayr is a kedushi yafet tavu. They demanded properly. Uh, their demand is proper. Is correct. Ashrei Adam. Fortunate is the person that Hakadosh Baruch Hu made the lidvarav that Hakadosh Baruch Hu admits to his words. That means that what he's asking is correct. Um, so, in other words, so this the person is fortunate for for expecting things that he actually deserves because when Hashem says that you're correct. Uh, I guess many times people demand things and they don't really, it's not really correct. But the person who demands something and he really deserves it, that we see, is fortunate. Now the Pasik says here, Nosin Titen, you shall certainly give. Zakhtarashi Shnei Chalokim, that you gave two portions. Uh, so you gave Chelek Avihem, you gave the portion of the father, Shehoyo in Yetzin Mitzrayim. So, uh, Tzlovchod also went out of Mitzrayim. So he uh, get he gets uh, one part one part because he's from the Yitzim Mitzrayim, and then he gets also the Chelkoi and his uh, portion, which means uh, Tzlovchod's portions in Echav Benichzechefer with with Tzlovchod's brothers in the portions of Chefer because Chefer was also from the Yitzim Mitzrayim. As Rashi explained earlier, that really it was the Yetzim Mitzrayim that uh, got the portions. Everybody of the Yetzim Mitzrayim uh, got a portion, and uh, from that portion that they got, then they went and they inherited their portions to their children. So, Chefer, uh, who was a Yetzir Mitzrayim, he gets one portion. Tzlovchad, who was a Yetzir Mitzrayim, gets another portion, as well as everybody else who comes from, who went out of Mitzrayim. Then, how did we determine the portions that we learned before? It says La'ela. But Chefer's uh, portion, as well as Tzlovchad's portion, was determined by the amount of uh, of Children, people that are going into the land of Eretz Yisroh. So, uh, as Rashi said before, that the Chaim is uh, uh, the Mesim Yerushim is Chaim over here. That those who died would inherit the Chaim. So we would determine the portions of Chefer and the portion of Tzlovchot by seeing how many descendants uh, they have. It's interesting that uh, the Posik uh, says uh, in Breshis, Gambane Mochir Ben Benem Nashe Yudal Birki Yosef. So, Mochir's son, Gambane Mochir Ben Menashe, that was still in, uh, in Mitzrayim, the time of Yosef. Um, so, there they had the Bnei Mochir. Bnei Mochir was Gilad. Uh, and uh, the Pasik brings down a Pasik Chavtes uh, earlier in Perichovov that just says Bnei Menashe lemochir mishpachas hamochiri umochir hoyris as gilot doesn't say any other sons so but it says over there in the Pasik is Bnei Mochir meaning in a plural the children of Mochir but in any, in any, in any event Gilod gave birth to 
six sons, uh, as the Pesach says, Yezer, uh, and Chelek, Asriel, and Shechem, and Shmida, and Chefer. And this Chefer was from the Yetzir Mitzrayim, uh, and also Chefer's son, uh, it's Lovchad, uh, but I don't see uh, who Slavchad's brothers were. But Rashi is saying over here, this is all from the Gemara and Baba Basra and Yeshnechlin. There's a whole long discussion about this that Slavchad's uh, brothers, um, they, um, they also got the portion of Khafri. So I was discussing how they were uh, divided, these, uh, the Nachla. So because Khafer, uh, Tzlovcha's father was from the Yetzir Mitzrayim um, so he gets one portion now uh, we looked at who Hefer's children uh, whose Hefer's uh, descendants are uh, that are going into Mitzrayim so it doesn't matter for how many uh, sons and that portion uh, went back Actually, it should go back not just to Chefer, uh, but it would go back to Chefer's father, to Gilad, and then uh, well, let's, it's just easier to think about that. Let's say Chefer had one brother; he had more brothers, but as we said before, but Chefer had six. There was five, six of them, but uh, Gilad's son, Gilad had six sons. But let's assume for a minute that uh, for this discussion that uh, Hefer had only one brother. So Hefer and his brother, we would see uh, how many of their descendants there are. So let's say uh, that are going into Mitzrayim. So whatever Hefer's uh, descendants are and whatever uh, um, um, his brother's descendants are. And then we took that all those portions from their descendants that are going into Mitzrayim and we brought it back to Gilad and then Hefer and his brother divided it and once they divided it, Hefer and his brother divided that then once they divided it, then their children in turn divided their portion of what they got, etc. like all the time so we just determined what uh, Hefer and his brother's deserve by seeing how many descendants they have that are going into Mitzrayim those descendants brought it back to Hefer and his brother's father to Gilad and since there's just Hefer and his brother in this example so Hefer and his brothers would get two portions and then they would divide it down as the ordinary Yerusha so that's the portion and since Slavchad was a uh, son of Hefer who deserved it so we divided it down, Hefer's portion was divided down to Tzlovchad. And then, then Tzlovchad's uh, portion was later on, went down to the Bnei Tzlovchad. That's one portion they get. The second portion we have to get because Tzlovchad himself was from the Yetzir Mitzrayim. So therefore, uh, he also, we have to look at his descendants. And... Um, well, his descendants were really the six, the five daughters, and that's why we brought back uh, these five, these five portions. And presumably, they each one got their for the five. They got five portions as the Yitzchak Mitzra, as the those who go into the 
land that the post says it's not they just got one portion for all five of them, but each one got they got five portions we took those five portions and we brought it back to uh, Tzlovchad's uh, uh, father to Hefer and uh, and since Hefer uh, right now only had Tzlovchad but if Hefer had uh, another uh, another brother uh, so um, which you know Hefer had another brother so then that one portion would go uh, to Tzlof, uh, so uh, Tzlofchot would get that portion, and that portion would go down to his daughters. So again, so one portion they would get because Hefer was Yitzim Mitzrayim, and the second portion they would get because Tzlofchot was Yitzim Mitzrayim. So the Pesach says, "Va'avarta s'nachlas avian lohem." Va'avarta zokrashi loshen evra. That's a language evra language of anger who. Who ben one who doesn't live behind a son to inherit him. So havarta, even though it means you also uh, give over, you pass, uh, transfer, but it also means a loshin evra, cause loshin to anger. Dover achar, another interpretation, al shem shahabas maveres nachlo mishevet l'sheva, for the daughter passes. Uh, from one tribe to the other tribe because her father who was from one tribe and then she goes and marries to another person uh, from another tribe uh, the um, that uh, law that uh, inheritance will uh, eventually be inherited by her husband or her uh, children who are from the tribe of her husband and that will Pass transfer a nachala from one to the other one. Shebno baile yershin aiso shleitis tsev nachlo lenitztavel aiso derbovat because even though later on we say that um, they should marry, as we'll see that the bnei shlofchad had to marry only people from their tribe, but that was uh, for that generation alone. So even though here we're talking about the bnei shlofchad. And by them it wasn't Havarta because they only married uh, their tribes. But because usually it's like that, so the post already calls going to the um, to the um, to the daughter as Havarta as transferring out from one shevet to the other shevet. And something same thing it says later on. It's in Perik Chavzai in Pasik Ches that Ishki Yomusu Bein Einloi Vavartem Es Nachalosi Lebistoi. So it also says lotion of transfer. Bekulam Hu Oimer Unesatem. By all the others, it says Unesatem, like in Pasik Yud Vim Einloi Achim Unesatem Es Nachalosi Vim Achim Laochim Unesatem Es Nachalosi Sheidakorim. That's all in in, in Perik Chavzai in Pasik Yud and Yidalef uh, later on. But it always says onesatem. Uh, but by the daughter, it says vavartem. That's from the lashon of basu emer vavartem, and that is because by a daughter transfers. Pasuk says, "Vabnei Yisrael to dabel lemer into the children of Israel." You say, "Ishki yamusu bein enloi, a man who dies and he has no son vavartem es nachlosu lebiti." You transfer his nachlos to his daughter. 
Pesach says, you mainly bas, and if he does the Medor Nusatim, as Tachlosi Lechov, then you give the inheritance to his brothers. So first comes the daughter, and then comes the brothers of the father. You mainly Achim, and if the father has no brothers, uh, then you give it to the father's, father's brothers. Uh, you give it to the man's father's brothers. Uh, even if there is no brothers to his father, which means the man has the man's father has no brother, uh, then you give the inheritance um, to a relative which is close to him and from his family. Uh, and he will inherit the uh, the nachlo. This should be for a statue of uh, of law, as Hashem has spoken to Moshe. What is the language as Hashem has spoken to Moshe? This is in the middle of a saying, according to the saying of Hashem. Hashem is telling him, tell them, uh, so you should tell them Kasher Tziv Hashem is Moshe. Always Hashem is is talking to him, and then he's saying Kasher Tziv Hashem is Moshe, as if somebody is relating. But here we're quoting Hashem saying, uh, or this is like the pasuk summarizing, saying this is Kasher Tziv Hashem is Moshe, because we're just talking here about the instruction which God is instructing Moshe to 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 say. To his relative that is close to him from his family. Family is only called the family of the father. So it goes to the father's family, to the brothers of the father, or to the other relatives, not from the uh, not from the mother. It's interesting that Rashi in Vayikra Perik Chafalev, when the Posik talks about Ben Emoir, the Torah says not to be metam, it says ki'im l'she'eroi ha'korev elov. So Rashi quotes there from the Torah's koyanim, ein she'eroi elo ishtoi, that she'eroi means his wife. So we have to say that the she'eroi over there means his wife. The notion of ein she'eroi elo ishtoi means ein she'eroi over there is his wife, because here uh, this is the Fedish talking about other uh, relatives, not the wife, and the call didn't get here she'eroi. Go up to this Mount Avorim, and see the land that I've given to the Bnei Yisrael. Why has this been put close over here? Is the question just why is this portion written over here, or why did this take place over here? Um, because it seems like the question is why was it uh, placed over here not why it happened but maybe it happened at this point uh, what's the, uh, the reason that we're assuming that it didn't happen let's go back to the Rashi since Hashem says no you shall give to them so Moshe said me Hashem has said to inherit them Perhaps the decree has been uh, permitted. The Lord said, "Go to the land." Uh, Hashem decreed before, 
by memory even that he's not going to go on. So he says, maybe Hutra, my decree is standing in its place and he is going to uh, go up to the Haravari because he's going to see, as the Post is going to say, that he will not go in. The Barachar, another interpretation. Once Moshe Rabbeinu entered to the uh, inheritance of Bnei God Omar, he was rejoicing and he said, uh, it seems that my uh, vow, meaning the vow that was made for me, uh, which means the vow that Hashem made not to let me in. I'm wondering if there's a lotion of... Uh, of a, of a nether that Hashem made a, a vow, and we find that the Shanan al Shem Beisahi and in Dvarim Posuk of Gimel it says Beisaber Hashem be lemanchem and leyimdu harav kamo sarbon. I just don't remember if there was the lotion of nether, but actually there was a nether that Hashem made that he was not going to go in, and he says Kibdum Shut Nidri. Uh, Moshul, this is an example. He decreed that his son should not enter the entrance of his palace. So he went in through to the gate, uh, and uh, so the father goes into the gate, and the son follows him. Then the father goes in, the king goes into the yard. He is following him. The traklin uh, he comes into the palace. He's still following him. Once he wanted to come in into the into the inner chamber, you're not you're not allowed to go. So how does this answer Lomon Rashi began the question go about Haravari and why is it connected over here? So uh, this this idea of that, um, that they came to Nachos Bnei God and uh, number one, this didn't happen over here. I mean, they were Nachos Bnei God and a while ago already, I mean, the Psukim. So why would it as record over here? Um, we did all the counting beforehand already in the Parshish Pinchas, and, uh, and we had the story with uh, Pinchas, with the Zimri, and, uh, and the whole story with Balak and Bilam. Uh, this goes back to um, to the end of Chukas. In the end of Chukas, uh, so there we should have the posik if that's the, uh, the the reason. And also the other thing is, it doesn't seem like this this story yet happened, unless it's Lomanisvucha. It seems like Rashi is saying that um, that the. Um, um, the story with the uh, with with the Bnei God Bnei Ruven, where they got that portion of the land, was already here. But we haven't learned yet that um, that didn't happen, or it's definitely not the smichas from the psukim, even if this happened later on. So that would just be a, a, an explanation why after the story we read the story of Bnei God Bnei Ruven, Hashem would say to Moshe, Leil Har Havarim Hazeh. Because he shouldn't say to Lenidri. So why is Rashi saying Dover Achar over here? I don't understand how this is answering the question of Lomon Khan. Maybe the Dover Achar is not a uh, second shot on Nismachalakan, but another reason why Moshe Rabbeinu thought Shem Hutra uh, unrelated to here. Um, 
Um, well, I don't know. It's a little bit uh, difficult. Look up into the portion. So Hashem says to uh, to Moshe that you go up to Haravot and post you Isa and you will see the land when the Safta Lamechon you will be gathered to your people. Gam Ato, you too. Kasher Nesvan Mechicha, you too like Aaron, or your brother was gathered. So what does it mean? Kasher Nesvan Mechicha, Zok Rashi Mikan. From here we see Shemis Ave Moshe Lemisos Yishol Aaron. The Moshe Rabbeinu desired Aaron's death. That's why. Or else, what's the connection? To tell you, just like he desired that. The other shot is, just like he died, you too. It says, because you haven't sanctified. But if you would have sanctified me, uh, your time has not yet reached to uh, pass away. So that was the reason that they're passing away. So what is Rashi saying? So one thing Rashi is saying, Al Ain Ato Taimimeno. and he, what does he bring the Pasik to say there Ashala Kidashtim that includes them both? Um, but why isn't the gay now to say Hoy Kidashtim Aisi Adain Lai Giz Manchal Nipata? That's nothing to do with Kasha Nasvar Nakhikha, that you're just like your brother. Just another point that if you would sanctify him then Laigia is manchim li potter. Which Rashi says further, which is uh, another general explanation, seems like, but doesn't follow this uh, this first explanation. Rashi says, Every place where it mentions the death of Misosom, which means Moshe and Aaron, Kosov Sirchenum, he writes their, uh, their, uh, their, 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 their blemish, what they did wrong, their, their, their Sirochen. Uh, we find in Bamidu Perik Chav when Hashem says about Aaron that he's going to pass away, the Pasik says over there, Pasik Chav Dalad, Yosef Aaron Elamov, Kiloyov Elor, Shazatim Nisrol, Asher Al Asher Merisim P, as Pilim Emeriva. In Chumish Dvarim, in the end, in Perik Lamed Dalad, in Pasik Hay, the Torah also relates about how Moshe Rabbeinu passed away. Uh, over there, it doesn't say uh, about what his sin was. The Sirochen, what the Sirochen was, but over there uh, maybe because it's just the uh, repeating from uh, from Moshe Rabbeinu or Mishnah Torah, which Hashem is writing. Uh, at the end, maybe that's not included in this, uh, wherever it says. Uh, what Rashi says here, but Rashi explains. So why does the Eibush always write the the Torah the Sirochen? Because there was a decree, decree that the generation of the desert. To die in the desert. For the sin of not believing. Not believing in Hashem that He's going to take them into Israel. Therefore, Moshe Rabbeinu asked that His that His sin be mentioned. They shouldn't say that He was also from those who rebelled. That believe is synonymous with rebelling. Uh, Marshal the Shtei Noshim. This is an example for two women. Shalokis were based in, they were both getting lashes and based in. Achas Kilkila, one had a relationship, she was Makalkal. Achas Ochla Pagishvi, so one ate the unripe fruit of Shviz, which is also a, 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 a sort of, but it's a lighter offense. Afkan, so 
they, they want to know that everyone should know that it's not getting for the same they're getting lashes but they're not for the same thing every place where he mentions their death he mentions also their sin to teach us that that is the only thing that they had that was the only reason that they passed away but not for something else so Moshe is the one that asked for it but it also helped for us for Aaron too because we say that everywhere that he mentions Aaron is also mentioned uh, by Aaron is also uh, gives the reason Pasikudalid. Just wanted to mention before Rashi says Rashi in Bamidbar Perikudalif brings down uh, that when Moshe Rabbeinu says Atzeinu Bakir Yishachet Rav Shimon Eimer, so he asked the Shaila on Veizu Kosher Zu Oy Shimonu Amirim. This question: Elav Shiloy Amar Barabim Chosel LeHakadosh Baruch Hu. Um, so according at least according to the, the pshat that Rashi brings down uh, in the name of Rabbi Akiva so it turns out that Moshe Rabbeinu had that union of of, 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 of of questioning how Rashi brings down the uh, and also the um he says, "Shaloyem Rafu min ha mamrim hoyu, hoyu." But anyways, posuk yudal kashimerisim pi b'midbaratzin, as you rebelled, uh, uh, disobeyed my command in the midbaratzin. Uh, that was when the uh, water, the one needed the water. The merivas ha'eda, when the uh, Quarreling of the community, you could have sanctified me with water in front of their eyes. Hey, those are main Merivas Kodesh. Those are the uh, waters of quarrel in Kodesh Midbarzin that it took place in the Kodesh in the Midbarzin. So, what does the Pasik say again? Hey, main Merivas Kodesh. They're alone. They, you know, these waters alone. Uh, uh, of an Acha, they don't have another sin. Heim, they, 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 they is water. That's it. The Baracha, Heim, Shehimru. So, according to the first shot, is Heim goes on Moshinaran. Heim, Levado. That they alone, those, they alone. And they, they meaning Moshinaran. Uh, are alone, or that alone? Uh, how does the Haim uh, and uh, translate here? Haim uh, Moshe Aaron alone uh, is uh, is Meimir Kodesh. So the Haim is 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 on the Mayim. So Haim the the waters. And why is it plural? Um, those, those are the ones that they have. So, so the Haim is not Meshanatma, so the Haim is the waters. And we're just saying that the waters, those, these waters, that's the only one, is the Kashemirism. I think so. Let's see how it works on that. The Barachat Haim goes on the Bnei Yisrael. Haim Shehim Rubimara, that those are the Yidin that rebelled at the Mara. 
they were the ones that uh, rebelled at the Red Sea. Uh, and they're the ones that rebelled in Midbar Tzim. Mara is the story we learned in Shemayis Perik Tezvav Pasuk Chav Gimul Vayavoy Mara Sabalayachul Lishteis Mayim Mara and then it says Vayiloinu Aam Pasuk Chav Dalad. What does Rashi mean by Yamsuf? Now in Pamidbar Perik Chav Aleph Pasuk Dalad it says Vayisu Meira Har Derech Yamsuf Lisboi Ves Eres Eds Eres Es Eres Edu Vatikta Nefesh Aam Badorach. And then it's by Dabr al Kimbel Kimu Moshe Lomo the Solomon Mitzrayim. Lomo the Midbar Kim Lechvim Mayim. So that's the story that took place um, um, over here 40 years later. Uh, or, uh, Midbar Tzin, of course, is what we're just learning. The Pasik says, Kashim Nisim Midbar Tzin. Which is in Midbar Perik Chov. It says Vayevoyu Gubnei Yisrael Kol Eidah Midbar Tzin Machaydish Olishem Vayeshuham BeKodri VaTamashon Miriam. And then it says Vayorevam Pasigiri Olmeishem Vayevor Lama Leimer Vlugavan Migvachinif Neashem VeLama Veisones Kalashem LaMidbar Azer. Some Farshim bring down that Biyamsuf actually means in the Refidim, which took place in Shmois Perik Yudzai in Pasuk Aleph, when Vayiloinu Haom. That they were arguing with Moshe to give them water to drink. This way, it's consistent with the um, all with water. Uh, Mara was water, and Yamsuf the Serifidim was water, and Midbartzin was water. So there was three incidents with water, and this would also answer why um, why. Why is he only saying? Uh, why is he saying uh, only these three things and not the other ones? Because the posse, other complaints that they had. So that's why he's saying heim may heim may merivas koydish heim. The same arguments all related to water. Posik tuzva by daber meishal Hashem leim Hashem meishal speaks to Hashem saying by daber meishal Hashem v'goymer leidi ashvachon shel tzadikim. This tells you the praise of the tzadikim shechshen iftarim inayilam that when they depart from the world manichim tzaruchom. They neglect, they put away aside their own needs. They occupy themselves with the community needs. Because we'll see in the posse that Moshe Rabbein is asking for Hashem for the community, not for himself. What is he saying to Hashem? Usually by Dabra Hashem, Moshe Lamer. Because Moshe should go ahead and say it to the people. Here's Moshe saying Hashem to Lamer. Lamer, he says, Omar Loi, he said to him, Hashiveni. He's saying, Tell me back, respond to me. Are you going to point to them? A leader or not, and that's what because Moshe Rabbeinu is asking. Rashi in the Midbar Perik Yud Beis Pasuk Yud Gimel brings down uh, from the name of Rabbi Lazar Ben Azari, "Bedal bekoimes bikish Moshe b'ufna kodesh baruch la'ashivim yaseh shaloisavim loy," and he brings this pasuk over here too. By Daber Moshe Hashem Leimer, Yifkid Hashem al keiruch tochol basar. But it's interesting, Rashi and Dvarim Peri Gimel Posik Chav Gimel brings down by the Posik Vaschanon. Rashi there says Leimer also that Echad Mishloisha Mekoymes Shamar Moshlef Nakadosh Baruch Hu Ain Nimanichacha Ache Tadei Ainim Tashalosim Lo I'm not going to let you go. So there's Dal Mekoymes or there's Shloisha Mekoymes. We have to uh, reconcile that. But anyways, this is one of the places where Hashem says where Moshe says to Hashem Leimer Posik Tazayin Yivkei Hashem Alekei Ruches Me Hashem the uh, God of all. Uh, Spirits, the uh, whole uh, of all uh, flesh, Isha Leida. 
appoint a person for the community. So Hashem, who is uh, the Hashem of the spirits and all flesh, should appoint the person to the community. Yivket Hashem, since Moshe heard that Hashem told him, give the inheritance of Stachos to his sons, Omar, he says, it came the time that I should demand my needs, that my children should uh, inherit my greatness. But why would he need, I mean, that was daughters inheriting a father, the fact that sons inherit. That's something which was obvious all the time. Um, but maybe because since it's even so important, the following um, the father, even we're going to go give it to a daughter, so maybe he says, But that, um, um, Maybe because it was even in such a case. That wasn't as it went up in Machshove before me. That Yeshua is worthy to take the uh, uh, the payment, the reward for his service. That he did not uh, step out of the tent, as it says the one who guards the fig will eat the fruit the one the fig tree will eat the fruit so he guarded it Yeshua guarded Moshe so that's why he gets to take Moshe's place but the question uh, where does the Pasuk indicate when he says and in the Pashtas it actually he's not asking something specifically so where, where do we see in the Pshutosh Mikra that Moshe Rabbeinu was asking actually for himself when it just says, on the contrary, it's mashma that he's asking for everybody. What is the meaning of Why is that say? of the world. It's revealed and known for you the mind of each one. And they're not similar to one another. Appointed them a leader that he should be able to stand each one according to his uh, character, according to his mind. So, means God of the Ruches of the different peoples and different spirits. Uh, so, it's not just the different separated people, but they have also different ideas and different di- minds, and that's what's hinted with the words of Ruches so they can go in. will go out before them. Uh, who will uh, come before them. Uh, we'll see in Rashi what does it mean, go and come. Bashir Yitziyim, Bashir Yiviyim. And somebody who will lead them out and will bring them in. What is that again? That means with the merits, as Rashi will say. So the community of God should not be like sheep without a shepherd. Goes up before them. Not like the nature of the of the kings of the of the nations. but they sit at home. and they send their officers to war. But like I did, Moshe Rabbeinu is saying. Once his latest name, that I had war with because it says in Bamidbar Khafal Vlamadalat Al Tira Oisoi. So this was referring to Moshe Rabbeinu specifically. Although we find by Mahamas Amolik way back that Moshe Rabbeinu was uh, sitting uh, the Muhammad Amolik and that was uh, shortly after going out of Mitzrayim. 
he goes out and v'nichnas bereish and goes in in the head. So yetsi lifneim means goes out in the war of them. But yov lifneim comes back. What is the maila that yov lifneim uh, coming back is achnar achidish yov would be achareim. Forget coming last, but coming front, coming first. Vashir yitzi and what is vashir yitzi means b'schuyosef means with his merits. Vashir yivi and b'schuyosef with his merits. So going out, you need the merits, but I guess you need the merits also for coming back. Uh, that he's going to actually finally bring them in. Don't do to him what you're doing to me. So he was asking, that you're not letting me go into the land of Eretz Yisrael. So he's saying, also, I should bring them in. That explains a little bit Yivim better than just uh, what, because what's the Chiddush again? What kind of a schus do you need for uh, for Yivim? That's when you go for war. Take for yourself Yeshua, the son of Nun, a man that there's a spirit in him. Uh, so the Ruach, Ruach boy, that he has the spirit. And you should lean your hands on him. Taking with words. lucky you are that you are merited to lead the children of Hashem. Take to you the one that you already know. It's already known to you. Like you've So he can go against the characteristics of each one, everyone's spirit. So he's the right one. And you should lean your hands on him. What does that mean? You should lean your hands on him. That means Give him a translator so that he should uh, start dashing in while your lifetime. So they shouldn't say about him. He should not have raised his head during the day of Moshe. So Hashem is going to tell him that Yeshua is going to start now. But when you are going to give him the maturgeman, you are going to be the samachtas yotcholov. You are going to provide him. Your lineage has been unit of the maturgeman, so they'll realize because you gave the maturgeman that he is authorized to go ahead and darshan. Pasuk says, "Amadato You should place him in front of the laws of the coin. Lifnekolei in front of the whole community. You should instruct him in front of their eyes. Al Yisrael, you should command them. What should you instruct him? Instruct them about the Yid. Dashet Archonim Heim. Know that they are uh, troublers. They cause trouble. Sarbodim Heim. They are uh, uh, defiant uh, or refusers. They refuse. I'm not the kabbal alecha on the condition that you're accepting this offer that you accept upon yourself these troubles of these people. Pasuk Chav. So you shall give from your uh, beauty from your majesty on him so they will all listen so why was it necessary Rashi says before 
But there's one thing, maybe uh, giving him the hide, giving him the shine, making him uh, part of the holiness. But there's another thing for the, for the drasha, so that's why you, uh, to, to really expound, so that's why you give him the maturgman. When a satu love, you should give from your hoid, from your glory, from your shine upon him, as we learned before, the shining of the skin of the face, because Moshe Rabbeinu would have his face shine, and he had a mask on it, so you should give from your shine on him. From your shine, not your entire shine. Uh, so apparently that was something that Moshe Rabbeinu can separate from himself. He can take it and give it. What does this mean exactly? Uh, Moshe uh, Rabbeinu said he didn't know this uh, but apparently all this time throughout the desert and throughout the 40 years um, he still that was uh, after the second time after Yom Kippur the second Luchas he got the Hoid um, but this continued all through this time And uh, but it says mm-hmm. so we come and learn from this Moshe says like the sun Moshe says like the moon the man Yishmukah they should conduct with him with respect and with awe as they conduct with you he should stand in front of the Lord and he'll ask him in the rule of the Urim that's the Klaf we'll see in Rashi she doesn't elaborate over here by his mouth uh, by his word, the word of Elazar, they will go out the war. By his mouth, will come back. Him, him is who? Him is Elazar, or him is Yeshua? Uh, uh, probably Yeshua, because they're standing before. Uh, this is uh, who's speaking. This is. Uh, Hashem speaking to Moshe, and he should stand. Who he maybe Yeshua, and all the Bnei Yisrael. Who's again all the Bnei Yisrael and all the community. Know what that adds? Rashi says the Sanhedrin. Why do we need separately the Eida? We had it several times before. Rashi says the Eida refers to the Sanhedrin. This is the, uh, the request that you have requested. That you also ask that the, the honor should not be removed from your father's home. Yeshua also need a lozer. Um, he asked uh, for his sons, uh, not uh, for the family. Uh, um, and Akoyen um, and was uh, going to be anyways, but the fact that the uh, Yeshua, the leader, needs to come on to a Lazar, so that puts him on a, on a different level than just being a Koyen, but he needs to come on, so he still has the covenant base of Yichah. The Sha'aloi, he'll ask him, she'll start to the Muhammad when he'll need to go out to war. Apiv, by the mouth of a Lazar, B'chol Ha'ida, meaning the Sanhedrin, B'chol B'nei Yisroeli, B'chol Ha'ida, the Sanhedrin. So Moshe did as Hashem told him. He stood him before the Lord of the Kohen. in front of the whole community. Took with words. So he, he let him know the reward of Parnasi Yisrael, those who are uh, leaders of Israel, in the world to come. 
and he laid his hands upon hands by Yitzaveyu and he instructed him Kashetziv Hashem Kashetziv Hashem Yad Moshe as Hashem has spoken Yad Moshe again it doesn't say Kashetzivoh now it says again it changes to Kashetziv Hashem as the Pesach is saying as Hashem has spoken Yad Moshe Yismach is Yodov so Rashi says he had midlam meturgeman, but before, but it doesn't go out midday pshuta. He doesn't. Yisroel means actually he leaned, but the leaning included that, as Rashi said later, because Rashi says in Yofa Yosef Yosef Mashin Stava, more than he did, it was instructed. So Kodesh Baruch Hu Amar Levi Samachtas Yodu Chayin Asinglam Vaosim Mishteyodu Vaosim and he made him kliyimoli v'godush like a vessel that is full and overflowing. Umilei Chachmosa he gave him his wisdom by Yofa with a good eye. So this is something different uh, than uh, the Turkmen and then the Hoidcha and then everything else. Then he says, "Kasher Dibur Hashem Biad Moshe Afling in a Hoid Nosl Meida Elof." This includes the other things. As Hashem has spoken with regards to the Hoid, He gave from His beauty on him.